Welcome to another episode of My Dad's Stories. We're happy to have you with us as we talk about crazy, funny, and surprising stories from Dad's life, with a bit of wisdom and inspiration thrown in for free. We hope you enjoy the conversation as much as we have. Let's get started. It feels like it's been a really long time since we've done one of these. It's been a couple weeks, yeah. A little bit of a break. So I was curious if today you could tell me the story of your first alcoholic drink. What do you say? Sure. That's my 21st birthday. Yeah? You never tried alcohol before then? Uh, not really, no. I'm not much an alcohol drinker. Yeah. And I mean, I've had a few tastes here and there, but never got drunk or anything like that in my teens. Yeah. So was it easy to wait until you were 21? Yeah, I didn't have a problem. Yeah. And matter of fact, it was, it, it might have been the week that I turned 21. I think maybe I can't, I don't think it was the same day, but, um, <clears throat> excuse me, my, um, I was on a bowling league team with my brother and we were in a, like kind of like playoffs so it was really kind of important we were having a really big night that night and he got all excited he says oh i get it by my younger brother his first beer real beer so he turned 21 was that normal to drink beer at your games or the matches oh yeah uh, people drink beer like crazy when they're bowling um <laughs> especially on the leagues yeah it's, it's like they go bowl they have a beer and drink and how they do good i have no idea because okay. it was like our our first game. It relaxes and we were the in, muscles. Yeah, <laughs> we we were a, ahead in the first game. Right. And he buy me this beer, and it's only six ounces. They're little oh, plastic wow. cups, little six ounce. Yeah. Yeah, like a baby and, beer. And I drank that, and I drank. You know, I drank it was slow too, and I drank like half of whatever. And I was do just, you remember what kind it, just, it was? Oh, kind of a like beer. Bud Light. It was like Bud. It was a light colored beer. It was probably Bud Light. Yeah. Bud. Like you know, whatever's like cheapest. That. They drank. A, they drank a lot of that. You know. Yeah. So, and towards the end of that game, I just started going down, and my brother's like, "What's wrong with you?" I said, "I don't know. I'm feeling <laughs> just really, really tired." And he says, "Well, next game is really important, so let's pull it together." Okay. Yeah. I, I finished that beer off, and the next game, I just started falling apart. And he's like, what is going on? He says, well, I'm having a real hard time focusing on the multiple targets down there. <laughs> I, said, I said, everything's really fuzzy, Dan. I said, uh, what did you put in that beer? I mean, holy smokes. I'm having a hard time staying in right. I mean, Are you I sure it wasn't that? Standing. I'm sure it's not a cocktail. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought I was drugged. And he says, oh, my gosh. I bought my brother a little tiny beer and it's knocking him off his feet. <laughs> Knock him under the table. I can't believe you're running the game. <laughs> and oh man, I wow. had a struggle like crazy trying to get through that. And I'm lucky I wasn't like one of the better players on the team. So okay. I had a high handicap to help me. But I, but I needed to get bowl as close to my normal average as I could. And I had a terrible time. Wow. We ended up losing, I think, the, the whole thing. I think we lost it all. I bet your brother regretted that. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was I'm never upset. buying you another could, beer in your life. I couldn't believe and everybody just thought it was so fun. It took the, the pain of losing away, I guess, because they were having so much fun. Because I was like, I don't care, whatever, woo! You know, I was just, <laughs> one little beer, and I was like, done. <laughs> wow. But, and even after that, we I go out with buddies and stuff later, and 
they go out and drink. I saw how much alcohol some people could put away and stuff. And I got to where I could drink a beer, one beer, one bottle of beer lasts me two hours or longer. Wow. Waitresses would ask me, is something wrong with that beer there? Nope, I'm just taking my time. <laughs> if I want to <laughs> stay awake, I'll just sip it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like the designated driver for anybody who's driving, you know. Because <clears throat> the fact is that I could feel it. It feels like um, like a sedative, strong sedative. That's if I weird. didn't get moved and I, I danced really hard, people said, man, you repel a lot in your dancing. I said, yeah, if I don't, I'm in trouble. So you had to kind of burn it off with exercise. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you think it affected you so strongly? I think, you know, people say it has to do with your weight and metabolism. I think it has a lot to do with your metabolism because literally even to this day, I could, I want well, to tell another story. Um, here's an example. So, Recently, we went over and visited my uh, daughter and her, her uh, my son-in-law, right. and they took uh, your mom and I to a microbrewery, and they oh. had had really good good meals. Okay. And they did. They had really good meals. And um, in the process, I wasn't having to worry about driving or anything. They had a thing. It's a microbrewery, so they had lots of different flavored uh, hard ciders. And beers. Ooh. So I got this little tray of like nine drinks. And okay. then each one had probably, oh, four ounces on it. Yeah, so you ordered a flight. A variety thing, tray? Yeah. And anyway, so I had a variety of some, because I really like dark beers, heavy dark beers. Okay. So I ordered a variety of beers. right? And so I get this, and this is before we're eating, and I took one, one beer and drank maybe two ounces of it. And within five minutes, I'm like, oh, man. I could feel it, a buzz. I could feel it, you know. And wow. I, I told Julia, I said, you see how much I drink? She said, yeah. I said, I'm already buzzing. <laughs> I said, I can't drink no more of this until I get some food. I yeah. mean, it, and I, I really because believe it goes. Because you had an empty stomach. Yeah, but I think it's more than that. I think it goes, starts on me as soon as it hits my taste buds. I think my, 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 through my mouth, I absorb alcohol. Well, do you think partly it could be psychological? No. Why? No, because it's a physical feeling that I feel, and I can. And after I drink too much, I feel pressure on my ears. And if I drink uh, any hard liquor really strong, I, my vision starts going, hmm. and it's like being blacked out, like blacking out. That's scary. Yeah. I don't like that at all. You don't think it's just a placebo effect because you know that no, you're no. drinking uh, alcohol? Actually, my I was talking to my mom. Not too long ago, actually, before she passed away, yeah. she's she was ta- we were talking about things how how bell peppers affects her and mainly makes her sick and does that to me too. And I asked her about alcohol. She says, "Oh my gosh," she says she could drink one little glass of wine and be under the table. Really? She says that alcohol just knocks her really hard. She has a really she couldn't drink a lot of alcohol hardly at all. Hmm, I didn't and know I that said, about grandma. That's, yeah, she had real high sensitivity to alcohol. And I said, well, that's the same thing with me. My brother, he could drink a whole case of beer and still drive like yeah. normal. Yeah. He just goes to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> My sister, she could drink a bunch of hard alcohol. And you you might notice in her speech after a while, but basically she acts like no big deal. Yeah, they I'm just like, look normal. Yeah, not me. I have a terrible um, way it affects me. Yeah, you start to giggle. Oh, it's like when you stay up too late. Yeah. And you get beyond by finding your points of trying to go to sleep. Right. Like anyway, you're, you're um, beyond tired. You're just running on adrenaline. Right. Exactly. When I went out with my friends and stuff, 
it was just it was very weird like when you um, were younger yeah i would watch them do stuff and i'd go like like how can how can you drink all that you know and then like, it was fine you know i said you don't feel sleepy tired drugged in it nope 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 no as uh i i went to this one time buddies of mine are having a party i can't remember what the party was for but there was a bunch of us there and it was a stupid game they're playing a drinking smoking game or whatever and i and so you know you had a pretend you're well people were smoking i couldn't tolerate it so i kind of stood my cigarette up on end so it just burned up (laughs) (laughs) they were getting so drunk that they didn't notice anything they were smoking cigarettes yeah, if you depend on how you played the game, and it's, it's a really stupid game. Oh, okay. And it's designed to get people drunk. That's all I can well, say. Well, most of these games stupid, are <laughs> young, yeah, <laughs> young twenty-year-olds, whatever, right? And so I had this guy who was making these drinks. So if I, I said, no, 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 I'll make my own. Okay. <laughs> so I went in, make me a drink. I made a pinch of alcohol, and the rest would pop. You know? Right. And I'm watching everybody just get plastered, and a buddy of mine, he came up with a joke with some like because he was. We were, oh yeah, it was at his sister's house, and he was he was ba- house sitting the house, and he told me he had to be quiet because there was a baby next door, and it became this big joke about shh, be quiet, the baby next door. Well, he ended up getting up and running outside the backyard for the crazy idea, want to jump on this above ground trampoline, and I went out and watched. I said, man, I've had a camera. I would have been rich by all this. While stuff. he's drunk. Video recording. Yeah, while he's drunk. He's get, climbs up on the trampoline. I went out there. Jeff, be careful, man. You're gonna hurt yourself. And he's just laughing and giggling, and jumping. Around. He's six five. Okay. Oh, Big tall wow. guy. He's jumping up and down, and down. Next thing I know, he does this spread eagle flying off this this trampoline, f- straight out, flat on the Ooh. ground, smack hit the ground. And oh boy, yeah. he was hurt. You know, knocked his wind out, and he was ah. Uh. Then he gets back up, and he's just laughing. I thought, oh my gosh, he's gonna feel that in the morning. He did too. He was sore for days. <laughs> right, you could break a rib or something. I said, I know it. I thought that was just crazy. For most time when I was uh, going out with my friends, if I was really the one in charge of driving and kind of looking after, I'd make them walk. My friends walk down to this local restaurant. We go coffee up. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it was kind of bizarre stuff. So have you ever actually um, gone drunk? Not like plastered or anything. The worst happened to me once. I was uh, went dancing in this bar and grill with a friend, and, and she bought um, a, a Mai Tai. But it was like it came in with all those pounder beer glasses, Mai Tai. Mm-hmm. Big, super big. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I've never seen one that big. Yeah, that's crazy. And and I had ordered one too, and I thought, oh, this is going to be fun. So – it, but it tastes so sweet. It didn't taste like it had any alcohol in it. I sucked mine down pretty fast. Right. And it seemed to have me problems. It's like all sugar. It's all sugar, all the sugar in it, right? She drank half hers and she didn't want the rest. So I said, oh, well, I'll drink that. I drank it. I was, <gasps> no. Obviously, obviously, I was influenced <laughs> by was alcohol. I was being stupid. And I drank it. And then I told her, I said, uh, we got to dance. I said, what? I said, got up, got up and we started dancing. She, I Fast dancing. You know, I had danced to try to get the sweat out. I said, no, no, we got to go down the block to the other place that plays harder rock and roll. She's why? Because I was you're going to be carrying me out here. I said, I am going out yeah. for the count. I mean, my vision was going. By the time we got halfway down the street, she was half carrying me. You were ready to I pass was, out. I could have closed my eyes and been gone. 
Yeah, I didn't want to. I was embarrassed. I was, I was fighting it, trying to stay alert. She helped me. She said, what is wrong with you? I said, I can't hardly stand up. <laughs> and I started laughing. It made it even worse. And we got yeah, through the yeah. crowd, got in sight, and I danced so hard. I was sweating bullets. And, and that yeah, helps. And, yeah, I was getting my adrenaline up, and my vision was going in and out, in and out, like pulsating. Wow. And I just kept – she was she was dancing, trying to keep up, and she was I can't keep this up. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> so gosh. Sort of, then we got off to the side, and I drank some bunch of coffee and water, and I finally and put myself together. But, <laughs> oh, no. We were, it was just a fun night of yeah. you know, just going not, – not like wow. a date, date or anything. We just – I, I went out with people who just went out to dance. Well, it sounds like uh, you were pretty self-aware then. Like a lot of yeah, other people, they're I, getting drunk and they don't even realize it's happening. That's why I don't understand how you can't be aware as you're starting to lose your feelings and your vision. And your well, like you speech. said, it has, it has yeah. a different effect on people. Yeah, it does. I mean, for me, it's a lot of cases like, like I said, like, you know, when, you, when you're a kid, you, you stay up so late, you know you're dead tired, and you're fighting, and, and everything everything seems funny. Yeah, everything starts and you start to funny. get hyper. Yeah, and you know when that's happening. Yeah. You can you just you start laughing at yourself. Well, that same kind of thing happened to me. I've never been angry drunk. I have no idea what that means. I can't understand the concept of it. Because yeah. to me, it's just like taking sleeping pills, and you're trying to stay awake. Right. It's like a really heavy sedative to me. So, um, yeah, and everything becomes goofy, and I'm just like, oh, boy. But, no, I've never been so drunk where I just passed out or anything like that. Okay. I was more or less amazed by half the time seeing other people drink and how they could, you know, even the money they spend on it, it's like, you're kidding me. Right. <laughs> and these days, these days I can't even, I just boggles my mind when your generation has to pay for a drink. It's yep. like, holy smokes. <laughs> you paid what for that? <laughs> yep. uh, oh my goodness. Well, it's a little bit different in Europe. <laughs> in mm-hmm. in Europe, the alcohol is a lot cheaper, but I think there's less people who abuse it, which is kind of funny. You'd think that because it was cheaper, people would, would drink more. Well, I think the culture, the way they, they handle the culture is different. And also the, probably, like, the expense here is based on taxation. It's one of the heavy, heavy things taxed okay so what do you think of uh like when people say that they think christians shouldn't drink what do you think about that well i i look at it this way i say christians should not get drunk okay christians can drink wine because that's what they did in the old days but it says clearly in the bible do not get drunk do not lose your being inhibited you know, lose your lose your ability to uh, function. Yeah, it's just you know you should be aware of it. So I mean, I I think because wine, like wine itself, I think in moderations, it's actually a could be a health benefit, uh, healthy. To drink and wine, especially if there's yeah, yeah, and there's there's places in this world that wine's safer than water. You know, <laughs> <laughs> which is sad, but um, yeah. The fact is, in those places, I'd have a hard, hard time because I don't like wine too well. <laughs> it's like I thought you it, did. I, I might not what? much. I have very, very few wines do I actually like. Oh, I didn't know that. And, it, and I've had, I've had some like like cold duck, 
where I've had a cold duck, exact same brand. I, I drink it once and it tastes, hmm, that's pretty good. So we go buy it again and like, oh man, what the heck? That's horrible. Oh, yeah. So I've never really found a wine brand or whatever. Yeah, because it's hard to make it consistent. Buy. Yeah, that, that tastes, uh, you know, so like I said, just, and your mom says the, the wine that I probably like the best, as she knows, is probably what would be called dessert wine. Really, really sweet, you know, full of sugar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't call that wine. We call that soda pop. <laughs> well, you prefer sweet drinks anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. Anyway, mm. now getting old age, you can't drink nothing, can't do nothing. You just got to stop doing anything just to be healthy. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Here, chew Chewing the celery, be healthy. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, so like if, if you're going out for dinner with mom and you know that she's going to drive you home and you can order anything off of the menu, what would be your your uh, drink of choice? Uh, I think the last time we actually went and stayed at a hotel that had a restaurant. So we were staying there and I ordered a, um, well, it was supposed to be a malted beer. I like beer with like a malted flavor to it. Well, usually most of them are usually dark, but this is actually a blonde beer. It was 22 ounces. It took a lot for me to drink that, but I slept good that night. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if I go out and I, you know, I, not all that often, but I, I prefer um, a beer that's got. To me, it's it's heavier and more malted, more flavor to it. Yeah full flavor one of my old time favorites i used to really like a long time ago was a rainier dark beer okay and that's you know really dark it was very heavy dark uh, that's from washington right days, yeah a lot of people these days like uh, really light beers yeah and to me like they the taste like metal i don't know you know blonde beers i don't know yeah. they just it just they taste watered down to me or something i don't know <clears throat> not my taste buds but Okay. Um, so I remember when I was young, uh, like when I was still living with you guys, I, I don't remember you guys drinking very often. Like, like only maybe, maybe a holiday, but that was it. Yeah. Why was that? Yeah, that's pretty, that's, well, cause we, I didn't really drink alcohol in the house and I got a story for you. Yeah. You just popped up a new fresh memory. Yep. Great. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. A few years ago. Your mom is working at uh, Costco, and and um, they had the in Costco they had this uh, Sam Adams seasonal brew package. It's a case of beer that was all uh, a seasonal yeah, package, I so that. a variety, variety, right? Yeah. And she bought that for me for Christmas. Yeah. Okay. I do remember that actually. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I remember you were so excited. Like it was a big surprise. Four years later, I had my last beer. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. It took me four years to drink 18 bottles of beer. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know I that. I kept it cool. I kept it in a, a cool space. And just once every uh, couple of months or whatever, I like mostly in the summertime, I might go get one and chill it down and have a night for dinner or something. But I, yeah, that, that one case lasts me over four years. And they were still good by the end of that? Four years? Oh, they were still good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I even shared a couple of those beers. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember that you would drink maybe half of one, and then you would put it in the fridge for later, like maybe the next day yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
That was one of your best Christmas gifts. <laughs> one time I went out by myself and I was sitting at a, the bar and I had a beer. And I was in a place where I went dancing and there was a table that came up and there was a, a group of girls, like eight ladies sitting at this one table. And I was sitting there and I looked over and I saw them. So the music started up. And so I got up, went and asked one to go dance. I went on dance, came back, sipped my beer a little bit more. Next, later, eventually I went around and danced all these ladies. Wow. <laughs> on this one beer. Oh my gosh. This bartender, this bartender comes over and says, he looks at me and says, you're a funny case. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, you look like you've had dancing lessons by watching you out there dance, but I don't recognize the style. I mean, you obviously have some kind of style because you, you're looking like you know what you're doing out there. And But I noticed you're, he's really observing me. He's, I'm watching you. You take each one of these gals out to dance, but you don't hardly have any conversation with them. It's not like you're trying to hit on them or anything like that. And this beer is lasting you like forever. Yeah. <laughs> Tips said, for the bartender. I don't. I said. I said. Well, it doesn't take hardly any beer to loosen me up. <laughs> like half a beer, I'm feeling good enough to go out and start dancing. And I said, and yeah, I'm here more just dancing. I like I like the music, I like dancing. And there's a whole table full of dancing partners. I'm not interested in picking anybody up. And they're totally happy having themselves. They're not having me hit on them or anything like that. So. Yeah, I had a great time. Wow. And um, he goes, he goes, and he's, but what about the beer? I said, well, if I drank two beers, I'd be sleeping on your counter. <laughs> I said, so I have to make him stretch out. <laughs> he says, wow, that's something. That's something. He says, I don't see that very often. Yeah. <laughs> For a lot of people, they have to finish the first beer before they're even able to <laughs> ask out one person. I remember one time, it was a Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, I was all by myself over in, in uh, Spokane, Washington. I was working over there. I didn't have any friends over there or anything. I had family, but still, I was out at a, uh, like a red line uh, as a bar and dance grill on New Year's Eve by myself, sitting by myself, and I was just sitting there. I wasn't really anxious. I was depressed, so I wasn't drink, dancing much, but I had um, this um, beer I was drinking. This waitress kept coming by and she asked me like three, four times. So you ready for new beer? No, nah, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> you ready for new beer? No, nah, I'm fine. Okay. She goes, are you ready for new beer yet? You're almost gone there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she eventually stopped coming around. <laughs> oh, poor girl. So when I wanted a beer, I had to go to the counter to get one. <laughs> yeah. She's probably thinking, this guy's not going to give me any tips. I know. <laughs> Boy, yeah, not much of an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, or if well, I was, that'd be a real cheap one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's another one. Okay, in college, my, yeah. my one of my buddies, best buddies, was going to the same college that you went to, by the way. And I went over with a friend, and we went to visit him over there. He bought a bottle. We didn't know anything about alcohol. We were all Christians. None of us. I never knew either <laughs> one of them had ever drank anything. <laughs> And one of them went we, out and said, no, yeah, I, wait, heard, wait. I heard this. Wait a second. <laughs> we didn't know anything about alcohol. We were no. all Christians. <laughs> no, well, okay. <laughs> well, okay. What? Okay, okay. What do you okay, mean well, you I, didn't know anything well, about I knew, alcohol? I knew their Clarify. family. 
their families didn't drink at all. And okay. I didn't expect that they knew or drank. And I had no history of them ever drinking anything. So your friends did not way. have any experience? Not that I'm aware of. And according to what they bought, I know they didn't. Because uh, I heard stories about this stuff. Anyway, one says, well, I heard this was really good stuff from people I talked to here on campus. Okay. Like, okay. What kind of experience do they got? Because what you got here is acid. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> what did they order? They bought a bo- he bought a bottle of called Mad Dog 2020. What the heck is that? Winos called it rot gut. I've never heard of that. It was like two dollar wine. Okay. <laughs> it's a big a bottle of well, not a very big bottle, but a bottle of just extremely cheap, horrible. Why wine. did they think it was good? Because someone told it was good. <laughs> That definitely sounds like college students. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have to drink this. I said, I heard this stuff wasn't very good. Okay. And they go, no, no, this this is supposed to be great stuff. I'm going, uh-huh. Mm. So we cracked a bottle of them, and we all took a drink and looked at each other like, <clears throat> yep, great stuff. Is this <laughs> what wine tastes like? Yep, this is what wine tastes like. Why do people love it so much? I don't know. Have another swig. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was horrible. Wow. You're just torturing yourself. <laughs> so. Yeah, I feel like this is yeah, how people through- get into cigarettes. They're like, oh, somebody <laughs> told me it was good. <laughs> I know. Keep smoking. It'll get better. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Until you get addicted. Then you have to have it. <laughs> yeah. In my young life, I smoked a couple puffs of cigarettes and I thought, like, what's wrong with my mother and my yeah. father? What's wrong with these people? This is horrible. Why would you put money for something like you this? You mean because me they, they were smokers? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I just, yeah. <clears throat> I couldn't. I don't understand. Smoking anything just, ugh, doesn't get me not good. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, yeah, that was another of my wild uh, major experience with uh, alcohol. Huh, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the same two guys, the same two guys was over on a street here in my local town. One of them had a Galaxy 500 car. Ford Galaxy 500, old. It was old, kind of. So it looked kind of like a homeless car, you might say, but you know, big. What is a homeless car? <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't look very good. Uh, it was kind of bad shape. Okay. okay. It looked like someone who hadn't taken care of this old car. Plus, we're talking in the 80s, and this is a 60s style car, right? Okay. Okay. So he had it parked in this movie theater parking lot alongside a busy street. These two guys. <laughs> Had a bottle of pop in a brown bag, drenched. They're wearing like weird trench coats or something like that, weird clothes. And they're sitting on the front of the hood of this car, drink, passing this bag, brown bag bottle back and forth. So they're rolling around on, acting goofy on the hood of their car. And a police officer pulled over and, and, and had him <laughs> went and had a serious talk with them. Yeah. <laughs> and when he found out it was just a p- prank. He was not happy. No, I bet not. <laughs> oh my wow. gosh! He gave them the riot. <laughs> this, yeah, these guys did stuff like this. They, they got me. Um, I had put a, a PA system in my little Honda Civic. It means you could take your radio inside the car and you, you scream out things at people walking by. What? On the radio, real loud. Yeah. You've never told me and that. I drive down one. Yeah, what, what I took the, it out after this. Well, why did they, you? We were driving. <laughs> why did you need that? It was a fun thing for kids to have. <laughs> <laughs> you see some put, kid walk along the street. You I find this kid walking along the street. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a nice look on somebody driving by, and you see these these kids walking along the street, and you yell out to what they yell these things like, like, "Hey, get a car! Oh, get a job! Get a car!" Oh my <laughs> they, gosh! They, they lay all these rude remarks at these people. So this is how people Later, have fun I in just, a small town. Yeah, when you had <laughs> this is before <laughs> cell phones. Yeah. Yeah, before the internet. <laughs> Harass people with a PA on your car, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Boredom breeds that, creativity. So <laughs> yeah, that's crazy stuff. Okay. You had to be creative. <laughs> so why did you get rid of the PS- PA system? Because uh, they were getting me in trouble with it. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was becoming a marked car. I didn't like Yeah. Where's <laughs> <laughs> that car? Throw eggs at it. No. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, uh, so that really took a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Your wild yeah. youth. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> well, you got any other questions? <laughs> my my memory cells are just dying down here. <laughs> um, I don't know, when you were young, did uh, people take shots? Oh, like shots. hard liquor. Okay, okay. Here's a story. <laughs> Okay. Another story. Wow, Another that's easy. Okay, so remember that uh, that I told you I went to this dance floor and I was really had to dance real hard to get my yeah yeah the mai tais capacity back. <laughs> yeah, right, right, the mai tais. Right in the same location, there was a guy there that uh, we went there. It was like a video bar, had video screens. It was really big in the uh, video um, music video days. Okay, so it was like a disco, but music videos. All right, and so and anyway, this guy was there and. I sat there. I was just watching him. He was building a pyramid. I mean, a large pyramid of shots of tequila. Wow. Just, yeah. Shot after shot after shot. I mean, it's like, I'm like I got nothing to live for. 30 some <laughs> drinks. And I'm, I'm, I hold my one. I go, this is it for me, buddy. <laughs> I, I drink the one. That's it. <laughs> I said, no, this one, you 30. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he still was just, I, and I couldn't believe how much money he was spending out just for all these things. And I don't I know. Just, if you're going to take know, 30 shots of tequila, I feel like you're just done with life. Yeah, you lost your money's worth uh, 15 shots or more than that before because you forgot what you're spending. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. And he, he, this guy was going on to become a physics major. I don't need these brain cells. <laughs> I know. I, I always wonder what happened to him. Oh. <laughs> Have you ever made so, it? Oh. So you told me that you always looked pretty young for your age. Did you ever have a hard time getting into bars? Oh, yeah. I was about 28 years old when I married your mom, when someone stopped asking me so much, harassing me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm and I, can, I was like 14 years old. No, I was 12 years old, I guess. 12 years old with my mom in a restaurant eating a steak, and I, I asked the waitress for a steak knife. She looked at my mom and said, is he old enough to handle a steak knife? She says, I sure hope so. What? <laughs> He's 12 years old. Wow. Really? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, I was not very big, and it was really funny because through junior high, which now be middle school, you know, but junior high and high school, I always had a friend that stood over six foot. Yeah. So here's this little guy walking around with these tall friends, you know. Why do you think that was? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think those tall friends were actually my my bodyguards. You're like, I need someone to help me get things off of shelves. It, it kept the bullies away, you know. <laughs> okay. So back to the main topic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so when you were underage, hanging out with your friends, 
Um, was there any pressure to drink alcohol back then as a minor? And you had, no. and you had an older brother too. Yeah, but not in my group. I hung yeah. around people who didn't drink. Didn't drink. No, there was other things they wanted to do. It was stupid that I'd say, no, I'm not doing it because like I, illegal I, I, things I, or just stupid things. Oh, sneaking in the movies. Okay. Um, going to parties that they shouldn't be going to. You know, they they may have went. I don't know. I told them I'm not going with them because they get in trouble. Okay. They thought I was crazy. I I told them, hey, listen, I know that God is with me. He's around me all the time. I'm not exactly going to be able to hide from him. So if he doesn't want me, he wants me to stay me out of trouble or something like that, he, he'll he get me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> they, they thought I was crazy, but I know I was God's serious. God's not going to save you from your stupid choices. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, my mom always had a thing that if you get caught by the cops, don't call me in the middle of the night. You wait, stay in jail until the morning. <laughs> wow. She says, and they say you're staying there for a couple of days for the weekend. You stay there for the couple of days. We don't even bother calling. <laughs> Do you think she was serious? Yes. We knew she was serious. Wow. I never known her not to be serious. That's why when we went to shopping with her and stuff, we'd never cause a problem because we knew she she we trusted her complicitly in her seriousness. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they and, were not um, empty threats. No. Okay. If she says you cause me a problem in the store, I'm gonna take you out the out the car and I'm gonna beat the daylights out of you. Okay, mom, no problem. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She says you get trouble by speeding or drunken driving or something like that. Don't bother calling me. You broke the law. You pay for it. Right. Okay. <laughs> so none of us ever Tough got love. put in jail. <laughs> because yeah. you were scared of the law or scared of your mom. Scared of mom. <laughs> More kids would probably done better in life if they were scared of their mom. Mm. Believe them. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. So one more thing. I remember my twenty-first birthday. You were very excited. Oh yeah. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> Both you and mom. Yeah. Well, we went to over to your, over to Spokane. We went over there to meet you over there, right? Yes. I I was living in Spokane. So about two and a half hour, three hour drive. Yeah. And you guys came to visit me for a few days. Yeah. We went to a restaurant. Yep. And you bought like what? A pina colada or something? Wow. You do remember. Was that? Yeah, it was it. It was a fruity drink. Pina colada, I think. But you was it a virgin one you bought? <laughs> On my 21st birthday. Are you kidding me? <laughs> No, I, I remember you guys said you wanted to take me out for lunch. And right. I said, you know what? It's my birthday. So I yeah. want a pina colada. <laughs> because <laughs> I'd always been curious what it would be like. Yeah. Doesn't take much different than the virgin one. No, not really. You know, it's mostly juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, so that's something else. It's like, I believe that if I didn't drink in the house, like some people I saw, if I didn't drink beer and have beer loaded up my fridge and stuff, well, maybe my kids would respect alcohol a little more, too, if yeah. they didn't see me abuse alcohol. I mean, I was fortunate that I had an inhibitor inside me that knew that I couldn't handle a lot of alcohol, and it wasn't really fun getting drunk around people. Yeah, because you just pass out. <laughs> and so I respected it. So did you ever worry about me? No. I, I, all of you, uh, I feel like you all have proper respect with uh, 
drink. Plus, uh, it's so expensive that I knew you were all too poor to really get drunk. <laughs> 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 That's not always the case. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. But I mean, I just I knew that you guys you you, you guys are not um, well. You all have good, strong character, common sense. Yeah. Well, um, is there any advice you would give to other parents that you know how to raise their children to have a good, healthy respect for alcohol? Well, well biggest advice is um, like, what do you think helped? I think properly managing your drink in a smart, sophisticated way around your kids so they don't see that you're abusing it and they don't see you using it every single day as a, as a crutch. They don't seem to have to have alcohol every day to relax. You know, that's just using it as a drug. Yeah, like self-medi- self-medicating. Know, alcohol is more of a, it's just, you know, to me an alcohol is like dessert. It's a special occasion thing. I have I have a drink of alcohol probably about as probably less than I have a piece of brown chocolate cake. Brown chocolate cake. I like cake. <laughs> well, like chocolate, you know, German chocolate cake, chocolate. something like that. Yeah, excuse excuse me, I'm drinking this hard water here. <laughs> yeah, you're, act, you're acting a little I like, tipsy I like, right now. Uh, well, <laughs> what I mean is I I like German chocolate cake, but I don't have it very often. Right, because that would be unhealthy. And I drink alcohol about the same way as I would a dessert. Yeah. You know, it's a special. It's something special. It's not something just to be, oh, it's just never, give me another cup of coffee. You know, give me another rep wine. You know, uh-huh. I don't have to have wine with every meal or anything like that. So I, I think the more that parents themselves respect and keep it in a very social. So setting a good you know, example, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like modeling for your children. How to treat alcohol. Right. Yeah. They get enough influences from the rest of the world. Yeah, for sure. Like, if you just watch TV or movies, you think that people are getting drunk every single weekend, which is actually not normal. (laughs) Here's an example. We're watching some old TV shows here. And uh, we're watching an old show called Bewitched. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's a story about a witch and the husband. Yeah, yeah. Every day he comes from home, they have actually a full-blown bar in their house. Yeah. And when they come in, first thing they do is they make some drinks. It's like cocktail hour. Every time you come home, they, the wife makes some drinks. And there's a lot of shows like that where they have all these bars in their house. So they come rocking in. The first thing they do is they go to the bar and have a drink after work. Right. It's like a normal everyday thing. You know, I'm like... Who does this stuff? <laughs> yeah, and that's not just beers. Those were like liquors. But that was like normal. you know. There, but during that era, there was a lot of that. Well, yeah. That's not necessarily because it was healthy. <laughs> it was just a habit. They also smoked a lot more back then. See, yeah. See, my dad was of that era. Yeah. And he, he when he, um, for, for as long as I knew him, Every night he had a rum and coke with his dinner or after work. Seriously, he had a drink. I'm seriously. Wait, which, had a drink which dad all was the time. that? Um, Paul, my dad. Wow. Now my my stepdad, he didn't drink that much at all. If he had beer at home, it was it was gone. But they didn't go out and buy it. Okay. You know, so he didn't have it around. He just didn't drink beer hardly at all. Yeah. Not not in the house. Yeah. Okay. So you really followed more your stepdad's example 
than your biological yeah. dad. Yeah. Well, yeah, my biological dad, what I found out about his drinking more was uh, later in life when I started spending more time with him. Okay. Yeah, when we go visit him, he always offers us a drink. Yeah. But okay. we kind of pointed him towards iced tea. Really? <laughs> yeah. He makes iced and tea. He, did he like that? Yeah. 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 Okay. So... He was he was he he was always a good host. Yeah. He always wanted to make sure you had some kind of drink or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> Getting to pick your brain, you know. <laughs> yeah. Memories float around there like loose leaves in a wind. Oh <laughs> no. But it is kind of funny, like once you start digging, what other kinds of things come up, you know? I had a friend. Well, my my friend Jeff, um, we went to Spokane and met his brother. He has a brother that's ten years older than him, <clears throat> and he Jeff told me he says, "Listen, well, well, say a couple jokes and watch what happens to my brother." He, uh, we ask him if he knows any jokes. First, he'll say he doesn't know any jokes, but then he'll just go like crazy. And it was funny. We we asked him a couple jokes and we told a couple jokes, and then he he would say a joke, and then after a minute. It's, oh, that reminds me of, that reminds me of, I'm not kidding, he went on like an hour and a half of straight lines of jokes. Wow. One joke led in memory to another joke. He's a comedian. It was just a, I'm not kidding, he could have done a whole stand-up thing. Yeah. I mean, it was just w- random. And I, we were in stitches the whole time. It was just, oh my gosh, it was the funniest thing ever. Yeah, that's a good friend yeah, to keep around. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like I'm keeping you memory, later. <laughs> mem- yeah, yeah. Memories are like that. Memories can yeah, lead sure. you to other memories and thoughts. Yeah. One final comment that I want to add, uh, just as you know, being the person who grew up, seeing how you treated alcohol and stuff, um, like kids really do take note of that. They notice. You know, especially when Mm -hmm. what their parents do is different from what they see on TV or Mm -hmm. online or what they hear about. Um, But what one thing I noticed was you didn't need alcohol to have a good time. Mm -mm. You know, like we 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 had wonderful memories, you know, Um, lots of great family quality time together. We would be laughing and dancing and playing around, and oh, yeah. there wasn't alcohol in the house. There wasn't alcohol anywhere, you know. <laughs> you know, it wasn't even a thought. Well, that's because really uh, what helped me is because in my mind, for me, alcohol didn't mean really a difference between a good time or not. Right. Alcohol meant night, night. <laughs> Put you to sleep. Nightcap. Time to go bed. <laughs> it's over. You're done. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah. So it's I kind just, of like yeah, would, the yeah. end of the good times. <clears throat> the end of the good times, yeah. Not Take the, the start drink, of it. Sleep, go back, start over tomorrow. Yeah. But I also didn't have no, I'm lucky I didn't have to experience all those, uh, what they call major hangovers. Right. I never really had to deal with yeah, that. Yeah, the consequences. So. Yeah, I never really understood why anyone would want to drink until you can no longer remember. You know? Yeah. Because it's like yeah. you're losing a part of your life that way. Yeah. Like, life is already short. Why would you want to make it shorter? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's kind of my worst nightmare if I woke up in the morning and I wouldn't know what happened for the last, you know, the last night. Yeah, that'd be scary to me. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're you're still unconscious when you're oh. sleeping, but <laughs> you, you can't avoid that. <laughs> yeah.
Okay. Well, thanks for sharing these stories with me. You're welcome. Yeah. Till next time. Until next time. All right. Bye-bye.